This is a podcast from Rover. All right, welcome back into the show. Well, of course, as we've heard, the devastation has been widespread as a result of Cyclone Gabriel. We're going to go now to uh, the top of the country, Northland Federated Farmers President, and is also the dairy chair of Federated Farmers Northland branch, Colin Hanna, is standing by to update us on the situation there. Colin, great to have you on the show. How are you? Um, good, thank you, uh, Don. I'm fine. I've just got out of my wet weather gear, so of course I'm feeling good. Yes, of course. Well, yeah, inside at least. Um, you're farming just out of Whangarei. Um, how is it uh, in your particular property? Uh, well, we're very, very, very wet. Um, we've had over 800 mils <sighs> since Jan- January to now. Wow. So, and you wouldn't put any heavy equipment on the farm at all at the moment. It would disappear out of sight. Um in fact, I've got some two paddocks which I haven't had anything, including the bike on, for 10 months. It's so wet. Wow, it's extraordinary. We were just saying off air, uh, we'd be talking almost about a drought in Northland at this time of year and uh, in ordinary circumstances. Yeah, exactly. And, and you have to think that we've had half of our normal rainfall in two months is just unbelievable. It really is. So, as you say, the uh, getting onto paddocks is basically a no-go. You just can't get any machinery onto uh, anywhere. Let's look at some of the uh, the problems that farmers are facing, not only in your region but in others as well. So, uh, obviously, feed, uh, actually keeping that uh, on the property has uh, been a battle for some. And then, of course, if you have to use it, which you, you probably do, um, that is going to put pressure on further down the year, isn't it? It is. Uh, at the moment, all of us have probably got... Feed coming out of our ears, um, but the problem is, we plus we can't get equipment on it. We can't turn it into con- conserved feed, um, so that's going to be a problem later on down the track. And I, I'm predicting that'll probably bite us about June, July, probably. Um, just looking at what we're doing, and so we're thinking now, what can we do to get rid of what we've got? So the kaikuya has just gone rampant. It's it's in some places it's greater higher than my knees. Uh, and you can just see it as you drive around. Mm. And But underneath, it's starting to rot Yeah, because we had so much rain. So you can't actually cut it and bale it, even if you could, could get it on there, because it's just going to make awful baleage. And I have seen some awful baleage, uh, you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. around the place. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we've got lots of things we need to think about, um, just how we're going to do it and what we're going to do. Um, I think anything that's that's reasonable, probably given the, what Niwa are saying, we're not going to have large windows of opportunity to dry or make hay. So we're going to have to rethink the thing. Uh, I think probably we get enough of a window opportunity to make some good silage. Um, maybe we should make some late silage just to, to cover this gap. Um, two years ago, I did that, and it was the best silage I've ever made. I... I, I I bailed it at the end of May. Right. Okay. And that worked at that time. And uh, as you say, like that was uh, y- these things are forced scenarios. So you have to come up with something, don't you? Yep. You have to think outside the squares. You know, us traditional farmers, sometimes we've got to challenge ourselves. Yeah. Which is, you know, and uh, that can, you know, that's not always the most natural thing to do either, is it? Because you've done something um, for, you know, the majority of a career over decades, and then all of a sudden you have to pivot on that. Um, so, excuse me using that stupid word, but you know what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's just the way things are at the moment that we having to. Farmers will survive because that's 
we've survived for centuries and we've we've battled with the elements for centuries as well so to be a farmer you're you're a battler anyway and somehow you'll come out the other side smiling hopefully yeah, good attitude, and uh, look, you know, it's echoed by a lot of other people um, around the place as well. But um, the other thing, of course, in, in your capacity as uh, dairy chair uh, in, in Northland there with the, with Federated Farmers is uh, obviously there's a whole range of issues around that. So power outages, um, you know, not the least of uh, these issues. You've got generators, but not everyone has got a generator. Um, and then, of course... You've got the issue of uh, milking the cows, which really, what, beyond a couple of days, really, you start to get your issues of mastitis, etc., coming into into the picture. Yes, and also, of course, their, their system will think, oh, we, it's time to dry off. And so yeah. that's another battle that a lot of farmers are worrying about at the moment. Um, and so hopefully farmers will be able to get together in a local area, maybe share a generator just to get through this patch. Um, we've, uh, as of 4 p.m. yesterday, um, North Power had 15,000 odd customers without power, so that'll give you an ex- an idea of the extent of the outage. Mm. Um, and some of them have been told that they may not get put on till about Friday. Wow, that long! My God! Yeah, yeah. The damage the damage up here is is astronomical. There's trees down, like just up my road here. There's a tree that's probably been standing for sixty, seventy years, and it's flat like on on the ground. And so, you know, this storm has has really come from different angles. And so, it started in the in the east for us, and today it's moved right round through to the southwest. And so, you can imagine the trees that have that have been taking the westerly wind for all this time have been taking a battering from 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 a, a number of angles and some of them just haven't survived. Now there have been uh, a few reports about people maybe walking their herds to uh, a neighbour's shed if uh, theirs is still up and running. Uh, have you heard sort of any instances of, uh, of of that going on or is that something that's a, that's a factor there at the moment? Well, I know. I think in some areas, if they're not that far away, that, it's, a, it's that an option. Milking. Yeah, it's an option. Yeah, and hopefully it'll only be for four, three or four days. Yeah, exactly. And uh, is that sort of these circumstances are when, as you've mentioned with feed and stuff like that, things are just going to have to be done that are completely outside the normal realms. Absolutely, Dom. We've got to challenge ourselves and think yeah, outside the squares and get on with it. Um, yeah, and farmers are resourceful, let's face it. Um, they don't wait for the council to come and cut up the trees that are on the road. They do it themselves. Well, you'd be waiting a long time if you waited on a council to do something, uh, Colin, to be fair, wouldn't you? You <laughs> would, Dom. In some, in some cases, yes. We probably, we probably shouldn't be unkind to council. They might, we might, they might need some mental counselling after this year. We have to be careful, you know. Yes, well, that's that's me, not you. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm sure you're very respectful of uh, the, the the local authorities, uh, Colin. I'm sure uh, you you are. Um, right. Anything else um, that we need to talk about in terms of what's been going on around, uh, as I say, around the North Island? There um, is it showing any signs of abating, or or what's the what's the latest? Yeah, just looking at it, it, it's not like it was. So I can see some abatement out there, and so we're going to have to remove soon into response mode, and I think that will probably be tomorrow um, at this point, and then we'll just assess and see what has to be done. Um, 
because I'm also on the Northern Adverse Events team. Oh, yes. So, yeah, yeah. So we'll have a look at, at it and see uh, what needs to be done and, and then move forward from there. I do appreciate you having a chat with us on the program, Colin. Thank you so much. You're most welcome, sir. Well, as you can appreciate, I'm sure the fallout from Cyclone Gabriel is widespread and devastating. So just three months before harvest, some Hawke's Bay vineyards are completely flooded now with long-term consequences for the industry predicted. Also, next season's avocado crop has already been damaged by Cyclone Gabriel. And other news as well, I see that food prices are 10.3% higher in January of this year than they were in January 2022. And Vegetables NZ Chair John Murphy says this latest food price index comes as no surprise the increase in it uh, given how vegetable supply has been affected repeatedly by atrocious weather over recent months. It really is the story of the start of 2023 that is for sure. That is our show for today as always great to have your company don't forget to check out netspeed.net.nz Mark and Leah are up next